This is Conversations with Coins, episode 41. I am your host, your moderator, your navigator, and your guide, Mark Coins. Thank you for joining me. The subject we'll be talking about today is strictly for the ladies. And the subject is about ladies. Is your man really, are you really his main squeeze? His main woman, or are you his side piece? And that is going to be the subject for today. But before I do that, let's go to entertainment news. In entertainment news, actor Dustin Diamond died Monday due to having stage four lung cancer. He is best known for his uh, role in Saved by the Bell playing Screech Power on NBC. He also was also starred in the uh, sequel to uh, Say by the Bell, Say by the Bell, the College Years. He also went on to play the same role in Say by the Bell, the New Class. Diamond was 44 years old. Rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. Also, legendary actress Cicely Tyson died last Thursday at the age of 96. She is best known for her role in the movie, the, auto, the autobiography of Jane Pittman, of Miss Jane Pittman, excuse me. She also starred in Sounder, Roots, and A Woman Called Moses, to name a few. During her long career, Tyson would win three Emmy Awards, one SAG Award, one Tony Award, and a Peabody Award. In 2016, Tyson received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And in 2020, she was inducted into the Television Hall of Fame. Rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. You will be missed. Legendary actress and comedian Cloris Leachman died last Wednesday at the age of 94. She is best remembered for her role on the Mary Tyler Moore show, which she played Phyllis Lindstrom. She also starred in The Facts of Life. She also had a recurring role on Malcolm in the Mid and on Malcolm in the Middle from 2001 to 2006. She played Grandma Idol. In her long career, Leachman would win eight Emmy Awards, one Academy Award, one Golden Globe Award. And in 2011, she was inducted into the Television Hall of Fame. Uh, another legendary gone. Rest in peace. You know, even though this is a new year, but seems like 2021 is turning out to be like just like 2020 was, with people dying, especially celebrities, at an alarming rate. I mean, it's just the second day of February, and we've already lost. So many celebrities like Tanya Roberts, Hank Aaron, Larry King, and the three that I just named. So it just goes to show you, you need to live your life to the fullest because you never know when your time is coming. So rest in peace, everyone. God be with you all. Also in sports, Last night, the Lakers were playing the Atlanta Hawks 
and they defeated them 107 to 99. But that isn't the story. The story is that uh, LeBron James got in an argument with two fans, and the fans were ejected from the game. After the game, LeBron James stated that he didn't want the fans ejected, that they went a little too far. But he was just glad that the fans were back, you know, in the uh, arena. But they're not, it's not a full capacity. It's just like, I think they're letting like so many in. And when the couple who was uh, ejected was interviewed, the woman claimed that LeBron James called her a derogatory name. Which I do not believe, because that's just not in LeBron James's character. So, my topic for today, for the ladies, are you his main woman, or are you his side piece? And I'm going to give the ladies some steps so they can know, you know, are you his woman, or are you his side piece? But let me introduce... My guest and co-host, Stacy Barnett. Uh, thank you for joining us, Stacy. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. All right, thank you. All right, number one, ladies, if you're in a relationship with a man, especially an intimate relationship with a man, and he never takes you anywhere, you know, and your brother he goes to your place or he go y'all go to a, a hotel. But he never takes you anywhere. Chances are you might be a side piece. And let's just say that you say something to this man about you never take me anywhere. And then he finally does take you out. But he doesn't take you around the town or the city you live in. He takes you 50 or 60 or 100 miles away. That might be a dead giveaway, ladies, that you are a side piece instead of his main woman. Number two, if you've never been to this man's house, if you've never been to where this man lives, you might be a side piece. Now, if if he comes up, if you come up and say, well, I've never been to your house or any place where you live, and he says, well, I live with my parents, the best way to counter that is, well, I would like to meet your parents anyway because aren't we in a serious relationship? This uh surprise him and shock him. Yeah, and then he might come up with, um, well, yeah, but if you are in a serious relationship, he should want you to meet his parents. So if you have not been to his place and you have not met family, you might be a side piece. Is there anything you'd like to add, Stacey? Yeah, I was just going to um, say, if you haven't met his parents and y'all been dating for at least, you know, six months or something like that, or if you haven't really, um, you know, met his inner circle in that, um, in that time, you may be a side piece. Well, thank you. That was going to be my next uh, point, but you jumped the gun on it, so. <laughs> but yeah, right. That's what number three was going to be. If you have not met his family. Or his friends, you know, you might not be the woman for him. He might be running around. Okay, but, you know, Stacey already told you that. So, number four. If, uh, 
you never. God damn it. Number four, ladies. If your man tells you he has a wife and children, but they don't get along, they don't talk, they don't sleep together, but he's never going to leave, you are his side piece. Now, he might be telling the truth or he might be lying. It, it could go either way. But you should never be in a relationship where somebody is married and have a family because you're not going to be his number one priority. Matter of fact, he's not going to even care about you or do anything for you at all. So in that situation, you are a side piece. Don't even go down that road. Number five. If you never spend any holidays or any special occasions with your man, you're probably a side piece. You don't spend Christmas, Thanksgiving, any holidays or birthdays with your significant other. You're probably a side piece. Is there anything you would like to add, Stacey? Oh, yes. Um, I'd like to say also, if he acts funny about his phone, Number six. Is that number six? Yeah. Okay, number six. If he acts funny about his phone, he, he's always got the phone, like, turned backwards so it's facing down. So you can't see when he gets a phone call. Or it's always uh, muted. Or he's got, like, a password on it. Not that ladies will try to get in, but I'm just saying it's a little suspicious. <laughs> they probably will. It's a little suspicious, and he just, you know, just when he's acting real funny about the uh, phone like that, if he gets a phone call... And he always runs out of the room to go to the bathroom or take a shower. Ladies is probably in there texting. <laughs> texting his other women or women. So just kind of keep an eye on how he's acting around his phone. Well, can I ask you something, Stacey? Have you ever have you ever been a sad piece or thought you was in a serious relationship and you didn't find out later that you weren't because the guy wasn't no good? Has that ever happened to you? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. All right. Well, do you have any more uh, advice for the ladies? Is that it for, you, for your point? Just as a lady, if you are dating someone and it's been at least six months, uh, you have the right to ask him. If you're not sure about where the relationship is going, or where you stand, um, you have a right to ask this man, where is this relationship going? And based on your standards, what he says, if he's going to stick around or not. Actually, that's a good one. And that comes to the number seven rule. Ladies, if you're still dating a man, and he hasn't put a ring on it, or he hasn't even talked about marriage, you know, you don't know where the thing is going. He hasn't said anything, or if you brought it up and he dodges the question, then he ha he is not serious about being with you. You're a side piece. And um, now let me go back on that. Um, just touch on that again. I'm not saying you should get engaged after six months. I'm just saying you should be able to have that conversation about does he want to get married in the future. And don't let no man fool you because, like I've said before, 
A man knows it doesn't take him six months to a year to figure out he wants you to be in his life and he wants you to be his wife. He already knows. So if you're four and five years down the road, he's not serious. You're probably a side piece. And um, anything else from your end? If your man's coming over to see you once a week, ladies, <laughs> you need to be thinking where is he the other six days of the week? Especially if you call him and, and you just can't get a hold of him. Oh, I was asleep, he says. Okay, so that would be number eight. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Stacy, for your input. Um, this has been Conversations with Coins. Thank you for joining me. You can hear this podcast on Anchor FM. You can hear it on Spotify. And you can also hear it on Twitter. By the way, if any of y'all would like to hear some of my older episodes, like when I first started back in October, you can go on Twitter, Twitter, and punch my name, and you can see all the episodes, hear all the episodes from the past. And also, you will also soon be able to see me on YouTube. So, this has been Conversations with Coins. Thank you for joining me. Have a good night, and God bless. This is Conversations with Coens, episode 42. I am your host, your moderator, your navigator, and your guide, Mark Coens. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today's episode, we'll be talking about interracial relationships and interracial marriages. And the question of the day is, why are people still against Inter, interracial marriages and relationships. And uh, also, I have a co host and guest today, Stacey Barnett. Thank you for joining us once again. Thank you for having me. All right. And, but before we get to that, let's talk a little politics. So, Joe Biden has been president for two weeks, and he has already signed 28 executive orders. A lot of those orders was to, um, redo the damage Trump done did to this country. So, you know, he uh, he signed executive order to get back with the Paris Agreement, the Paris Climate Agreement. He also signed executive orders to uh, reunite children with their uh, parents that were separated and put in cages by Trump. So, he's been on the job for two weeks, and I think he's doing a pretty good job. Among other things, also trying to get $1.9 trillion done for um, COVID relief and other things like open schools, uh, give money to the um, citizens that desperately need it, uh, stopping um, renters from um, evicting people. So like I said, he's been on the job for two weeks. I think he's doing a splendid job. But a lot of people out here are mad and upset and complaining, which, you know, give the man a chance. It's only been two weeks. He has to do four years of damage that Donald Trump has done. So 
it's, it takes time, people. It can't be done in a day. Give him time. Is there anything you'd like to say about that, Stacey? Uh, just I think Biden is doing a awesome job. Mm -hmm. he, he is um, he is people who are faulting him for uh, doing so many uh, executive orders. Uh, but he's like 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 you have stated. He's trying to. Um, like you stated, he's trying to undo all that crazy mess that Trump did. So, I think he's doing a great job. He's um, uh, he's doing a splendid job. He's trying to get stuff done in this country that should have been done a long time ago, and trying to undo stuff that the uh, crazy Trump did. Agree. Like I said, calm down, folks. It takes time. Also, in sports, trailblazer forward Carmelo Anthony. Past NBA legend Dominic Wilkins on the NBA's all-time scoring list Tuesday night. Anthony is now 12th. I'm, I'm sorry. Anthony is now 13th on the list. He now trails Oscar Robinson by 35 points for the 12th spot. Also, in entertainment news, the CW has renewed Walker, Texas Ranger for another season. Only after two C, only after two episodes, the CW has renewed Walker, Texas Ranger. Okay, now back to the uh, topic of the day and the question of the day. The topic is interracial relationships and interracial marriages. And the question of the day is why do people still not approve of interracial relationships and marriages? Well, let me tackle the topic the question of the day first I believe the reason that is is because of upbringing and the way they were brought up by their parents so let's suppose if you were born in the 30s, 40s or 50s during the height of segregation you probably feel a certain way towards African Americans you probably wouldn't want them dating your daughter or your uh, sons so, you probably taught your children this way. So, that might be the reason why some people still hate interracial, interracial marriages and relationships. But, yeah, if you were born in the 70s, 80s, or 90s or so on, you're probably a lot more open-minded to you know, mixed marriages and mixed relationships. And that's just my take on it. That's my belief. What do you think, Stacey? That's certainly one side of it, but I do think it is one side of it, um, because um, um, it certainly is one side of it, because um, also um, black people, um, you know, black women especially can be as studies have shown, can especially be upset when a black man is dating a white woman, and um, and not as upset if a um, black woman is dating a white man. And this, this has just been studies that's been shown, so it, it goes both ways. There are some black men that would it would bother because of the slavery out, out aspect of what went down in the slave days. So there are some black men. I'm just saying that um, 
I'm not saying that it wasn't, but I'm, I'm saying especially in studies to find that black black women are especially upset if a black man is dating a white woman. And most likely it is because um, in any of these situations, really, most likely they're, th they're thinking, you know, there's only so many good black men out here for me to have for myself today. And look at this white woman over here taking a potential mate that I could date. And that could that could go for any race and any sex, actually. So, okay, well, that's fine. But what, So why do white people still have a problem with it? And what is your opinion on that? I just gave you mine. Well, the white man could be thinking the same thing. Um, look at this white woman um, uh, dating this uh, black man here. This, this, is, this white woman could potentially... Be a partner for me. Okay. So, we we'll go the same way. Also, I mean, let's be uh, also be real about it. Um, people are going to have biases and prejudices as well. That is certainly true. So, um, they're gonna, you know, some are going to be some that are, are implicit biases uh, that you may not even realize that you even have. It's something that you found when you were growing up. And something that has uh, been instilled in you growing up, and you just have these little implicit biases, and then some are just very explicit biases. What well, a thing that um, interracial, interracial relationships have been going on since slavery. Because back in the day, you well know that the, um, the owners of the slaves, he had his way with black women, as well as the overseers. And they also from time to time, created children, which if the children were white, you know, they would be, they would be able to be, you know, with the white family and be accepted. But if they were black, you can take them in the house, you know, they will put the work just like all the other blacks. So, but what I find interesting is it was okay for the white men to have sex with the black women, mostly forced because, but they couldn't say no because they were slaves. But, if the white if a white woman had sex with a black man back then in the slave days, she was ostracized, she was sent away, never to be seen again, and the black man was either he was either killed, hung, or just you know he was killed, basically. There ain't no either war. So but I find it odd not odd that, you know, sexism way back then, it was okay for the white men to sleep with the black women. But the black men can sleep with white women. And, you know, well after slavery, you know, they banned interracial marriages and relationships. It was against the law until 1967 when the loving couple sued the state of Virginia and won the case in the Supreme Court. Yeah, so, it's just, things have definitely got better. They're not as bad as they were but things are definitely better. And just like, you know, people back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, they didn't agree with mixed marriages. You know, and as time went on, and laws changed, and people changed, and their hearts changed, things changed. It's a lot better now, but it's still work needs to be done because it shouldn't matter who someone looks like. It's how they treat you and how you feel about them. You know, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Indian, um, Chinese, Korean. It doesn't matter. You know, we're all people. 
we all are created in the Lord's image. So, love should always outweigh hate. But the interesting thing is, do you know who the who who, who the first interracial marriage was in the United States? No. You know, it was uh, the first interracial marriage in the United States was Pocahontas, and she was married to a tobacco planter named John Wolfe in 1614. She was Indian, and he was a European settler. So that's very interesting. So yeah, going on that, um, interracial couple can be um, anyone that's uh, like a white married to a non-white. So if right, and people like I said, they have their own biases and own prejudice uh, tendencies. And like a white uh, white woman dating a Hispanic man, she might hear stuff like, you know, are are you, are you getting married to him because he needs a green card or? Uh, is he a drug dealer? And you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Because people do have their own, and that, that can go for any, uh, you know, white woman dating an Indian man. Uh, you like curry, huh? Or something like that. You know, they just have their own little biases. And uh, so that tends to be a problem until people can, uh, and I think we're making strides toward that, until people can really um, confront their biases and know that everyone. You know, basically, we are a part of the human race. We're all humans. It doesn't have to be, you know. Well, you're definitely right. But the thing is, when the old guard starts dying out, that's when things, I mean, hate will always be in this country and in this world. But the great thing about now is you've got a lot of biracial children who are coming up. And they've got the best of both worlds. So, and nowadays... Back in the day, people were poor. You know what? I'm half black and I'm half white. Where do I fit in? Mm-hmm. But now it's not like that anymore. It's actually getting better because there are more biracial children and people are more accepting. So you don't have to choose, am I this or am I that? Mm-hmm. You can say, oh, I'm this. And I love and respect both my cultures. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be poor this way or that way. I'm going to uh, embrace both cultures. And that's the great thing I see in this world today. I mean, I'm quite surprised how things are changing. I mean, it's still a lot of work to be done. But things are definitely changing for the better. I mean, for all races. And that's just great. Yeah. Because, you know, 40, 50 years ago, 40, 50 years ago, it was horrible, horrible to be in an interracial relationship or marriage. I mean, people have been run out of their neighborhoods killed because of all they love. Yeah, people thought it was wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the number of interracial marriages has been increasing since 1967. And that's just great that it's increasing. Um, people are getting rid of their biases and their prejudices and they're loving one another for who they are and what they are instead of what they look like. And that's, that's the thing that Dr. Martin Luther King talked about, about being judged by the content of the character and not the color of the skin. And I see that changing. Still a lot more work to be done, but it's definitely getting better. And I, and I know it's a hard road loving somebody who's not the same race as you. But, but more than ever, when you have that obstacle, you've got to need to put in the work more than ever. And y'all have got to be together on everything. I mean, that makes a big difference. And it's, and since uh, Trump has been in power for four years, people are more divided than ever, so we've got to work harder. 
than we ever had before. Oh yeah, because he's involved as bold and prejudiced and racist people. I mean, and they're very um, out with it now. I mean, you know, they call you the word, boom, just like that, spit in your face, and don't, I think nothing of it. I think it's okay, you know. But that's a sad situation, and he's a horrible person. How the hell he ever became president is beyond me. But there it is. But he's gone. Hopefully, he won't come back. But I suspect he will, since the Republicans are not going to um, impeach him any damn way. They already said they weren't. No count dogs. Anyway, um, anything else on the subject of interracial relationships and marriages? Um, I think we covered a lot today, um, but there's so much to unpack in, on this subject. So if anyone else uh, wants any other questions answered out there, just let us know specifically what you'd like to answer, be answered on this. Yes, it's, it's a lot of information. <laughs> it's, a lot. It's, it's a lot of information. Um, so anything else? Is, is that it? Okay, so this is about the end of the episode. And like I say, you know, if you're in an interracial interracial relationship or marriage, you know, obstacles are going to be tough. But as long as you love each other and stick together. And respect and trust one another. Nothing is standing your way. You know, not no ignorant races. Maybe not even your close-minded parents or siblings. Doesn't matter. As long as you love each other and respect one another, that's all that matters. And y'all can get through any and everything. I speak from experience because I'm in an interracial, interracial relationship. And I'm very happy. Happier than I've ever been. So... Doesn't matter about the color of skin. It's about what's in the heart and how the person treats you. And that's how it counts. So, all you people out there in mixed marriages and mixed relationships, I applaud you. Keep up the good fight. You're changing the world. And that's what we need more people like you. So, God bless. Good night. And this has been Conversations with Coins. You can, uh, hear this episode on Anchor FM, Spotify, and you can also catch it on Twitter. Now, if anyone, if you, if, I, I like to hear from people. We both do. So if anyone likes my episode, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. If you want to come up here and challenge anything I've said in the past, you can do that too. No, it's conversations with Coins, which we have conversations. I don't always want to just talk by myself. So, Like I said, thank you, good night, God bless.